0: Welcome to Monkey and Frank. My name is Dope, and my body is Dom. And in this podcast, we talk about spirituality, um, talk about my journey with ayahuasca and other psychedelics. And one of the reasons is to be able to integrate my crazy journey and to share with you the things that I have learned from all of this teaching. So the first thing is, why do I believe when I'm saying so much? So the first thing that I believe is that here and now is the only place to be. I've been here and now for, whew, I would say four months now, maybe a little bit more straight. And the magic that happens when you're here and now, when you're really, really looking at the language of the world, meaning as you're here and now, and you're experiencing life because you don't get attached by the future or the past concerning what you're doing the here and now shows you magic and often as I'm here and now I'm going to be listening to somebody or I'm going to be really aware of what's going on I'm going to forget what a person is saying but somehow the illusion will provide you with the answer like it's crazy how if you just trust and allow and give space to the here and now how much it will deliver you everything like everything you want everything you ever desire when it comes to answers and so one of the uh again i wanted to share like another more reasons on the why as well I believe like I'm not my body and why do I go so much into the aspect of mother, God, um, source, everything is perfect kind of mentality and spirituality. In Peru, when I did ayahuasca that one week, it was insanity on how after taking the medicine, my inner monologue was really empowered by the medicine and was talking to me in such a way that I could have never even imagined. So it was very spiritual. It really gave me for the first time an opportunity to experience this type of um, clue to maybe uh, what happens after, right? so and when i came back from peru and i started living in the here and now as i was listening to ramdas or a text about the taoism and the bhagavad-gita and alan watts they all made sense like everything that i was experiencing was giving me clues in my life and maybe you know i was looking for these clues or you know some people (laughs) i my insecurities would say like to the uh, you know would say like oh you, this is crazy you know like you're uh, you're you're dreaming in woo woo shit and you're you're you know like you believe in magic and nothing ever comes out of that but my biggest argument is because i totally believe in science and now I totally believe in spirituality, just for the simple fact of the placebo effect. It's insanity how much your body can accomplish because of the placebo effect. Now, even before going to Peru, just the Wim Hof breathing alone is an insane method of healing your body, your circulatory system, your heart, your anything. Wim Hof talks about it in his book. The first time that he ran into the snow in uh, Alaska at minus whatever, his feet got really injured. And the doctor said like, oh, you'll never able to run again on the ice and blah, blah, blah. And Wim Hof, when he looked at his feeling, because he knew his feeling, he put like some sort of grease on it, like not doctor recommended at all. And he did the Wim Hof breathing in a matter of months, he cured his feet and you've seen all of the records that he's done running in uh, the desert without water a full marathon or something like that uh, doing the uh, climbing Mount Everest just in short and cleats like insanity so the human body has the potential to crazy heal and I've seen it in myself in the last year I am amazed at how looking inward and looking at the body in a way that really creates separation so that you can have a new relationship with yourself and that even applies i don't know if you guys ever done the deepak chopra 10 week meditation thing or uh, 20 days meditation it's insane i did that this summer while i was going through the here and now and it blew my mind because I noticed how bad my relationships with frequencies were meaning how bad my relationship was with money because my parents fought a lot when I was young money for me was always something that was evil you know it's the root of all evil it's why there's so much corruption in the world money you know politician you can't you know lawyers whatever and I realized that It was so unfair for me to judge the frequency of abundance that way that people talk about it all the time if you put in the time into something you love and you just not grind but you continue doing the work and even when you don't want to you continue because you feel like it's gonna bring you something in return and you're on the frequency of abundance and then you get really successful that is amazing you know that's why the secret is so freaking popular because the placebo effect when it comes to you working towards a goal a plan a, an abundance you know uh but on the abundance of frequency and you are just best friend with money and you know this energy well that's of course it's going to return to you or if you're a person that works super hard well of course the working hard Uh, will return to you, right? Because everything that you put in, especially with your heart and soul and creativity, it'd be, you know, people in Wall Street that really like bend over backward because they want to succeed and they probably do. Or, you know, like uh, when you've got your, when you know you're gonna win, you win. When you have doubt in your heart, then it's always unsure because that's the law of attraction. That's the placebo effect, that's science. You know, like even in the, the quantum world when they do the uh, the assumptions, right? It's all about the possibilities of it being there. Let's check until it's there. And yes, sure enough, but it's only a possibility. It's not certain. So I believe that's, that's why I'm jumping all in. And I'm sharing with you guys because I feel like in this day, like where we're going in this life is the material world in my life I notice is the thing that's taking me the most away from the here and now now I've started kind of watching television in the here and now but I noticed that it's very difficult because at every moment you can get taken by the uh, the story And because for me the here and now involves a component of gratefulness of As soon as you are here and now, you'll know that you're here and now physically because you're going to see everything as new, as if, like tonight I was uh, noticing even though I'm here and now, often I'm not here and now, meaning tonight when I was driving I was noticing that that drive that sometimes annoys me because I just want to go and get my children and bring them back home. Today it was the most beautiful drive because I was noticing the houses as if I was I was a visitor coming to Ottawa, and I'm like, wow, this is such a beautiful scenery with the trees and everything. And I, I live in a beautiful area, and I remember feeling like that a lot uh, more um, after I did the trip, where I really started to look at my body, and I was seeing, uh, and I, anyways, I want to go back to that. That's why I'm talking about it, integrating it. Because being here and now, it's not just not having any thought, there's another component and it's really hard to find. But when you find it, it just goes in a state of bliss. So it's very physical. That's another reason why I'm so passionate about this issue. It is so physical. My body is now becoming stronger and I call it like my spiritual muscle because I don't go to the gym to get bigger. I don't even go to the gym, I just like I work downstairs. It's when I want to do a squat, I do a squat. Why? Because I feel like my leg is asking me the release and it's tired or something. And then my arm is hurting. And then I know like, oh, my arm wants to. So I'm listening to my body's pain and to to just do. And my shoulders are now back. My legs are growing stronger. My It's insane. Like I can't believe how spiritually I just ask mother and like, I would love to have a body that's functioning. I know now the reason of the body. Sorry I've been not loving you for so long, but now I see you. Let's do this together. And the other reason why I'm so adamant about it too is since that mushroom trip, my thoughts, if they go negative or unpure, I get like an anxiety pain in my stomach. It is insanity how it's keeping me on the straight path. And I was very frustrated at the beginning for a while, but now that I'm really going back into it, it's, it's insane. Like, I'm very happy to be talking to you guys today. I experienced the most beautiful paradox as I was driving again to pick up my children. As I was in the here and now, that's when you get the most knowledge download. And when I was getting that knowledge download, I was faced with the most beautiful paradox, and it's the paradox of memory. In spirituality, well, no, in life, you start off as a child, and you get told by your parents, if they're not spiritual, that you know life is about getting a job, it's school, it's very about here and now, survival, eating food, um, you know, very material, right? Uh, Christmas, lots of toys, and in this culture anyways and then as you get through life you you learn a lot of things and once you experience spirituality and you realize that in order to be here and now and to be happy and to go towards God and all of the teachings of Hinduism and Taoism or even the plant medicine is that you need to let go of everything that you want that you um so that so you start forgetting surrendering and you start being here and now and i notice that the more here and now the more i'm forgetting because it doesn't matter if you have faith that there is a god then the only thing that is important is here and now and what is your you know what 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 are you feeling compelled to do, you know, to, to grow? So the paradox of forgetting is you learn everything. Then when you get spiritual, you need to forget everything. And the more you forget in spirituality, the more you learn. Because the more you forget, that's when you're the most one. And that's when you get the big downloads of, you know, Source and like just know you you get an understanding that your the knowledge that you have inside your your mind your awareness is not your knowledge there's a complete there's a source there that has all the knowledge and when I was driving and I experienced that paradox it was so funny like I couldn't stop laughing at the idea that in order to learn you need to forget and in order to forget you need to learn how to forget and it's a never ending paradox of um memory you know that's why we forget. <laughs> it's so cool. I also wanted to talk about how the human has the great ability to de-associate. And that is so important in the spiritual world with with ayahuasca, mushroom, or even breathwork, and your feelings, and what I'm going through. When the body gets a trauma, it has the great ability to deassociate. So So often when you have a big accident, your brain is just gonna deassociate, make you forget so that you don't have to remember that pain, right? Or if there's a trauma that is so aggressive that you see that in the mushroom and you see that when people that do psychedelic and it gets too strong, they just deassociate, and then the the body is left um like me when I did my mushroom trip, i deassociated because my body was going through such pain because I was not aware of it. So when I got the the deassociation effect where my awareness was separate from my body and my body just went into panic mode, um, that was a a type of deassociation. But the way that I see it is that if you're awareness de-associates from your body and you are looking at it and you breathe through it and you go through the experience then it's a release it's a you know destroying wall it's growing in your spirituality but if you deassociate and you don't want to look at it and you get scared of it then you create trauma you can even also create like almost like a PTSD effect of that's what mother keeps telling me anyways I know nothing I'm just Talking out of my ass, of what I've been noticing in when I'm here and now with mother, as uh, you know, because I see it in myself. The the association of me and my body is so necessary to grow in my spirituality. It really brings a uh, an awareness that helps me integrate everything, but at the same time, it's. It's very difficult to talk about these things because of mental health, knowing that there's so many people that are like me, that are so depressed, that are so, that feel so alone in this life. And the one thing that they need is the, like, anyways, everybody goes through it. Every time they do psychedelic, they say, oh, if only they would do psychedelic, they would get the experience, but that's not true. There's something that is so meant to be with this life. And when the time comes for you to be ready to accept a higher purpose, a higher something for you to follow and grow, it's very magical. People find it in the flow state all the time. They find it with plant medicine. They find it with psychedelics. Um, They also find it with friendship and death. When you go through a death, I've seen it with uh, people when you go through a death, and that person is there the entire time, you know, of the the disease, the cancer, or whatever it may be, and then the person dies at the end. There's a there's an awakening that happens often in those people when it comes to spirituality, because they see it firsthand that as a person dies and they're letting go more and more of their attachment they become more and more themselves and there's a release I saw it in my uncle I saw it in like for cancer people Um, it's almost as if you're doing the cleaning of your house as you're going through the disease so that when you die you can die kind of uh, peacefully and go and meet God right away compared to maybe having a tragic death and then you have to go through the process of letting go all of the things that were you were attached in this life maybe with the help of God on the other side something Um, but it brings me great comfort to look at death and look at all of my body's angst about death that I created over time to uh, yeah, to to grow in this spirituality it's pretty insane when I think about it like how far I've come, but to say that uh, <laughs> that doesn't, it gets heavier and heavier in a good way, now that I'm really experiencing my body, when I close my eyes right away I go in a state of having no head and expansion and a feeling of bliss but it doesn't stop the anger I guess or the frustration that I see every day through um, people suffering in COVID situation losing their business uh, not having any interaction or having the the government kind of doing this draconious ways of uh you know and then separating the public into not misinformation but like there's a freedom aspect to things and there's people that are really really afraid of death right and are really really afraid of something and then rules get passed because of fear but and I understand because I, I have sympathized with fear. I sympathize with frustration. I've lived it all my life. And now that all of a sudden I discover you know, spirituality and God, I'm more in the camp of freedom. But I would have been as afraid as everybody else last year. So it's hard to judge. It's hard to, you know, is everything perfect as my teachings say? And I'm just here to witness the paradox one last time, and to really let go of everything, and to really get rid of all the shame of of this human existence. There is absolutely, everything is for a reason. But the body, or even my, like because I may be new in this uh, teachings, I still accumulate accumulate lots a uh, lots of trauma because of social media, because of everything that is there, because of my job, because you know this thing of specializing and being stuck. People would say like, "Oh, just find a job of your your dream." But the paradox is that no matter how beautiful your job is, you're still going to have to do paperwork. You're still going to have to do some shitty thing that you're not going to want to do, and that's going to create trauma in your body. Because why would you be doing something that you don't want to? Especially for, you know, like and then they say, well, for survival, for money. Yeah, sure. But that's the point of life. If we start saying, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. To everything, then we agree that everything has a purpose. Everything has a reason. Um, you know the cow has to die for survival and no matter how you slice it grass dies when you eat grass like everything is dying together and what kind of respect and what kind of intention ceremony are you going to do to honor this existence so i am devoting my life to this forever me mother and i'm you know this mother thing that i have you can call it god You're krishna you can call it You know, your body, you can call it anything, just the the joy, not the joy, yeah, sure, the joy of life, the joy of being grateful, of feeling blessed, of feeling like you're enough. So that way I don't have to accumulate wealth that I wouldn't even like, it would be negative almost, like I want abundance that is from me letting go of abundance. I want to let it go so that it comes back to me tenfold. And that's that's magic right there. I've been also performing magic uh, lately, which is. And I love sharing about it because I've got shame. But the idea of as I'm doing an action, if ever I'm going somewhere like uh, tonight, again, the driving or washing the dishes and I see myself wanting to get distracted by my phone or wanting to get distracted in in a way. I would rather spend this time in devotion of the here and now and my feelings and the body because mother is my body. So I honor myself fully, like the same way as I would honor God. The The only reason why I'm not honoring God is because I want to honor myself. Self-love is the most important thing. And the way for me to do it is the, to have that higher power, um, and I, I love the paradox of, like, God creates mother, mother creates God to be able to experience himself through mother, and it's it's a circular kind of paradox. And I am this God, and she is my body, and together we are doing the work for the purpose of God, which has to be forgotten in order to be really experienced. And that's another thing that I believe. Like, if ever somebody's doing something very horrible in this life, they are... Going through something so that they can experience the opposite. So I believe like I had a thousand lives. Like I've experienced every single one of you guys' life. You are me. So if, you know, I experience... I can see myself experiencing a life where I couldn't help myself to be a pedophile or a killer or a murderer or being a fucking Hitler, you know, because... I noticed in my own life that it's I didn't really have a choice. The environment really played a big factor, like almost it's just, it really makes me question on how much free will we have from my life and from my past experience. I remember a lot, and the environment played a big role, and it almost seemed meant to be. I was meant. To feel this type of anger, this type of depression, this type of darkness in order to see the contrast and to see that, oh, even somebody that is going through such darkness can experience the most beautiful light and the most beautiful experience. So I cannot judge, I cannot judge anybody's experience, I can only applaud anybody that decides to awaken with us. Let's explain awaken, I had that in my mind. Awakening for all of the greats like Ram Dass, Eckhart Tolle, even my experience, I think I'm awakened (laughs) through the experience. If you're able to be one and feel one, so the definition of awakening from what I can gather is first you are one meaning you are just a human and then you get your awakening and you realize that you are two you are both soul and body but your true self is the soul and you know and and then you become one because you go back to being the body and the soul cuz now inside your awareness you can always go back to your soul and say hey look at all of the work that i've done what can I do more? And then the soul is gonna send you back to do some work. Then you're gonna come back to your soul and say, "Here I am now. This is all the work that I've done. What can I do now?" And that's the the God kind of awakening. So Ramdas had his uh, awakening when he saw uh, a man, uh, whatever in India, that a guru, and when he saw him, that guru, even though he was seeing him for the first time, he. Loved Ram Dass with all of his heart, and that made Ram Das awaken to love, to the reality of love. So for him, an awakening was this. Eckhart Tolle was so freaking depressed that one night his body just couldn't take it anymore, and he deassociated fully while being aware of what was happening. And in this deassociation, and he became only awareness, he was. He was uh, like on a Sapo trip for like a year or so from the book that he was saying, but his deassociation was from pure misery and he couldn't handle it anymore. So the mind totally separated and said, you're so confused, get out of me almost. And he became source. He became, and that's, that's why Eckhart told, uh, when it comes to the Tao and uh, anyways, it's all about here and now. And the Bhagavad Gita is super revolutionary. When I I listened to it because I was so here and now and with Mother Krishna, it was like Mother. It was it was like it was talking to me. It was the most beautiful. I must have listened to the Bhagavad Gita like four times, three times, uh, four times in a row in the last, like in two days straight. It was insane. I was I was hooked. So, anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, this integration really means a lot to me. And I hope that I'm giving you a little bit of clues on uh, what you guys can do or I don't know, man. my experience might only apply to me, but um, the breath, feeling a sense of uh, the association, you know, you are not this body, you're not this feeling, really looking at all the paradox to realize that life is perfect and that whatever you do, it's balanced, you know, there's it's never going to be perfect and that's for a reason everything will work out you. we have to trust in mother and god and if you feel like your passion is to do something about something meaning you want to stand up for x y if it's for the good you fucking go ahead you know my journey is my journey it, everybody i really 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 believe that everybody's journey is so unique to each one of you meaning if your passion is music and even like if you're depressed and you're an artist or you're not even an artist and you're just depressed and that's your journey. If you look at this depression in this life and you turn to a higher power and whatever it may be and then you get physical symptoms, uh, healing and and the placebo effect and everything like that, then I've done my job. Like seriously, plant medicine for life, monkey and frank for life. You got this, guys. This is though, this is Dom, and I love you with all my heart. Have a good night.